I'm Justin Lesko, former pro MMA fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt. Whether you have been training for years or you are brand new to the sport, competing in Jiu-Jitsu can still be a nerve-wracking thing. And believe it or not, most people who train Jiu-Jitsu don't ever compete. I know a lot of people who have been training for like five or six years and have never done a single tournament. I will always maintain that competing is one of the best things that you can do to improve your game and win or lose, you're gonna get better. But if you're gonna compete, you'd rather win. So here are some things that you can do to help prepare for your first tournament. And side note, a guaranteed win is showing up in your new epic roll gear. And I guess we could call it a double gold when you use our code podcast15 at epicrollbjj.com to get 15% off of any order. Rash guards, shorts, geese, belts, t-shirts, hoodies, whatever you need, Epic Roll has you covered. Make sure you follow Epic Roll on Instagram at epicrollbjj and definitely tag them in your Epic Roll gear when you post your picture on the podium after your first tournament win epicrollbjj.com coupon code podcast 15 now let me help you bring home some gold welcome to that jiu-jitsu podcast so first things first you need to know when and where you are competing you can always visit the ibjjf's website to see upcoming events and pick which one you'd like to do or you can visit the site for naga or new breed or grappling industries and the like then see what they have upcoming Depending on your current fitness level, you want to find a tournament that's both far enough away from now that you have enough time to prepare and and to train, but you also want to pick something that's not so far away that you struggle to stay motivated. I personally like the 8 to 12 week timeline. It gives you time to work out the travel if you're going to be competing somewhere far from where you live, and it also gives you enough time to get into the proper shape and the proper form from a training camp. So what's the difference between training camp and just normal training? Well, I'll get there in a minute, but once you've found the tournament you want to do, register for it. Don't put it off. Don't do the, let me train for a bit and if I feel like it in a few weeks, I'll sign up. You won't. You'll find some reason not to compete and you won't train with the same intensity that you would have had you registered. And eventually after a few weeks go by, when you think of it again, you'll justify to yourself, well, I haven't been training hard enough, so I better not do it. Just sign up as soon as you find the one you want to do. You will be glad that you did. After you've registered, I would advise you to keep it to yourself. I don't mean don't discuss it with your coaches or training partners, obviously. What I mean is don't tell everyone you bump into during your day about your big jiu-jitsu tournament. First of all, if they don't train jiu-jitsu, they don't care. I mean, that sucks, but it's true. If you don't do jiu-jitsu, you don't care about someone's jiu-jitsu tournament. Second of all, Injuries do happen in training, so if you tell everyone in the world about how you're going to compete and then you get hurt in training and you can't do it, you don't want to have to retell everyone how now you're hurt and you can't go. Lastly, sometimes in a tournament you go out and you lose in the first minute of the first match. Do you really want to have to tell that story to everyone you know because they all remembered you were going out to compete somewhere? Probably not. Work hard in silence and let the results speak for themselves. Plus, don't put all that pressure on yourself. Everyone knows I'm competing, I better win or else I'll be embarrassed. It's a bad thought to have to deal with on competition day. When you are in training camp, it should be different than your normal rolling up to the gym just to get some rounds in. Training needs to have a specific purpose. 
when you're going to compete, there is a measure of self-analysis that you need to do and something that you should do before you enter into training camp. What is my game lacking? If I see myself winning, what do I see as my most likely way to make that happen? If I see myself losing, what is the most likely reason I would be losing? Questions like this can help you identify what exactly you need to work on. In roles with lower belts, put yourself into positions that you struggle to escape or into scenarios where you feel like you might be at a disadvantage. I say do this with the lower belts because your roles with the higher belts should be intense rounds where you're treating them like hard competition rounds. For me, I know that because I'm tall for my weight, I often am giving up a lot of strength because I often compete against shorter, stronger opponents. I know that I'm often at a strength disadvantage, so I like to have my sparring rounds be against people who are much stronger than I am. I've analyzed that weakness in my game and I work in a way that I can overcome it. Too many people make the mistake of knowing that they are competing soon, but they just treat training like they normally do. They come in for class and they do their sparring rounds at the end and they go home. Especially as you get closer to a competition, you need to start honing in on your A game. You should start focusing on things that you know you are going to do in a match. This isn't the time to learn new things or work on techniques that you are trying to work into your game. This is the time to perfect your go-to techniques and strategies. I am not a super strong wrestler. It pains me to say so. But it would be foolish of me in the last two weeks before a tournament to work hard on perfecting my double leg. I'd be better spent refining my guard game because I know when the chips are down, that's what I'm going to rely on. And I'm not saying to shut out all aspects of jujitsu that you don't usually play. If something happens in sparring, you will address it and do your best to work on it and understand it. But your drilling time and your rounds with the lower belts should be spent on the things you know you're going to use. You are trying to perfect things, not learn new things. Another mistake people don't realize they are making is not sparring enough. I like to go into a tournament knowing I put in as many rounds as possible. Every round you spar is another round in the bank of experience. Yes, training is different than competing, but wouldn't you rather have rolled as much as possible before you compete rather than showing up and thinking, well, I probably could have done a little bit more here. All I'm asking is do one extra round after class. If possible, do one no time limit sub only match. I love these types of rounds. You get to a point in rounds like this where it goes on and on and on and you're completely exhausted, where your technique needs to carry you because your athleticism and your strength are gone. These are the moments where you can truly make big leaps forward in your game. On top of that, this level of conditioning is extremely valuable. Speaking of conditioning, don't neglect your strength and conditioning. If you Google BJJ weight training, you will get about 1 million results, all with different advice for programming, and most of them are not mutually compatible and everyone has different reasoning behind their approach to strength training. I, right now, am not going to tell you this is the plan you have to follow and how much weight you should lift and when, but I will recommend that whatever program you decide to adopt has a strong emphasis on compound multi-joint lifts, i.e. squats, deadlifts, bench presses, and overhead presses. This is just me, but I like lifting in the 5x5 rep range, so 5 sets of 5 reps, and that 5th rep is tough to complete. I feel like that's the range that allows me to lift heavy without overdoing it, but also allows me to build strength. That's what works for me. For your cardio, just rolling is not enough. 
There is a reason that every champion, MMA, boxing, and Muay Thai fighter does a lot of running. And it's not because they like it. You need to build up your cardio with long, steady, easier efforts. You need to put in a lot of miles at a lower rate of perceived exertion. Ideally, you're running at a pace that you could have a conversation with someone if they were running beside you. If you hate running, then do something else. Try riding a bike or swimming or basically anything that you can do for a few hours a week at the same rate of exertion I just talked about. These slower, lower heart rate, steadier efforts are like the frame to your fitness house. You need these efforts to have a base to build on. Only doing high intensity cardio during your live sparring will help your conditioning, but not as much as doing these high intensity efforts on top of the low intensity mileage you're putting in. Add in your strength training to that and you will be coming into this tournament in peak shape. It is important to taper your conditioning as the event approaches. Usually the week of the event should be a lighter week in terms of workload. You're still gonna roll and spar, but if you lift at all, it should be lighter than normal and your running should be pared down as well. You don't wanna show up on the day of the tournament sore and tired from a week of hard training. You want your body to be fresh for the competition and free from tiredness and soreness. Here are a few tips for you for the day of the tournament. Pack your bag with everything you need the night before. You don't wanna be scrambling in the morning of your tournament trying to get everything together. Before you put everything in your bag, lay it all out on the floor and then take a picture of, you know, it's like your food, your water, your change of clothes, your phone charger, flip flops, your gi, your belt, mouthpiece, rash guard, like all that stuff. Take a picture of it and then put it in your bag. Later, when you feel like you forgot to pack something, which I think just happens to everyone every single time you're packing for an event, you won't have to unpack your entire bag to check for one thing. You can look at the picture on your phone and see that it's in there and you know that it's in your bag. In terms of competition feeling, you should expect to feel more tired after your first match than you would normally after just one match. Adrenaline is a hell of a thing. You're gonna be doing everything all out 100% and even if that's how you always train, a tournament match is just different. You can probably do 20 rounds in training and feel okay if you're conditioned, but those rounds aren't the same as a tournament round, and this is okay. If you are aware of the fact that you will feel more tired, it won't be a shock to you and you won't freak out and panic. During your matches, you should be aware of the time. Too many people don't mind the score slash time and then end up in a desperate need of a score to stay alive, but they don't realize that until their coach yells out 30 seconds and we need two points and by then it's probably too late. You don't have to look at the clock every five seconds, but you should have a general idea how much time is left and know what the score is. It shouldn't be a surprise whether you won or lost after your match if there was no submission. You should know what what the score is when the clock hits zero. When the clock hits zero and you've won your gold medal match, uh, please don't celebrate like you're a world champion unless you just became a world champion. If you just won a world title, then you can do whatever the hell you want. So I just spent about 10 minutes telling you all of the things you can do to help you prepare and what I'm about to tell you next might undo all of that, but here goes the story. Several years ago, I went to California to compete for the IBJJF Nogi Worlds, and I also registered for like a smaller local tournament the following weekend after Nogi Worlds, just because a lot of my teammates were competing, so I figured if I was going to go watch, I might as well compete. I had both tournaments booked, but Nogi Worlds was my focus, and I had trained extremely hard for that tournament. I did almost 
everything I talked about just a few minutes ago and I lost. I lost quickly. I lost in the first two minutes of the first match. I made a stupid mistake and I got guillotined and that was that. It was over. And even though the match was quick, I somehow managed to end up with an umbilical hernia that needed surgery. So that was a big bummer and uh, not the best trip out there. I came back and even though I was in pain and I needed surgery, I figured I might as well compete anyway at the smaller gi tournament the following weekend, which you shouldn't do. Don't do that. I, I don't recommend it if you need surgery. The idea of, well, I can't hurt it more. You can. So just take that into consideration. The gi tournament that I wasn't focused on, that I didn't train specifically for, that I didn't time my conditioning peak to, and I was injured to the point of needing surgery, that's the tournament that I won. The reason I'm telling you this is because even if you are the most prepared you can possibly be, you can still make a silly mistake on the day of competition. And even if you are ill-prepared to compete, you can still turn up and win. Sometimes all the preparation in the world isn't enough on the day, and sometimes you can do no wrong no matter how little work you put in. But with that being said, I would choose to be as well prepared as possible if I'm going to compete. You can't control what happens on the day of the tournament, but you can control how fit you are and how prepared you can be. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, I put the links to our social media in the description below, as well as the link to our YouTube page. So give those a click and check them out. Thank you again for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.